Salam, hello, bonsoir, bonsoir, and welcome to the Cactus Dispatch podcast. I'm Mary Beth Yale, your host, a 28-year-old female traveling mostly alone um, this summer, and I am currently in Morocco. Uh, in today's podcast, I'm going to tell you about my recent trip to Marrakesh. So in, I went to Marrakesh uh, last Monday, and I was there until Friday, and it was a perfect amount of time. I had in total um, three full days, all day Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and um, I stayed in a Riyadh. Uh, Riyadh is um, essentially, uh, was probably recently a family's home, and now has been turned into a hotel, so it has rooms that it has rooms that um have their own bathroom adjoining but then they'll all look onto an inner courtyard and um the riyadh that i stayed in had a pool inside uh what's called a plunge pool so basically it's about uh the size of a hot tub but but deeper and um a really in- amazing rooftop uh with um really good like relaxing places to sit i feel like that's been one really cool hallmark of morocco is all the really interestingly upholstered chairs sitting areas chase lounges etc they they've really gotten creative with um with what they put on their 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 lounge seat areas um so i stayed in a riyadh that's called kasar sad and it's spelled K-S-A-A-R-S-A-A-D. And I found it on Airbnb. I only paid about $30 a night, um, but it was a great spot. It included breakfast, um, but the one morning I had breakfast, it was a very, it was a very carb-heavy breakfast, and I um, normally go for some, some more protein, but we had North African pancakes, um, crepes, they served condensed milk at the end of the meal and a few other things. But it was a great place to stay. I, I will um, put a link up if uh, if you're interested, both to Airbnb and then to their official hotel website. Um, I wrote down that I would stay elsewhere if it were my only vacation of the year or if I were traveling with um, with other people and had maybe a different kind of budget, like a much bigger budget for a hotel. Um, three of the nicer hotels in Morocco are in Marrakesh are um, La Sultana was really close to where I was staying um, in the Kasbah neighborhood. Kasbah means um, castle in Arabic, but it also is an enclosed neighborhood in um, Marrakesh that um, is a very popular place to stay. The next two are El Fen, which is, um, I believe, Vanessa, um, what's her name? Vanessa Branson, aka Richard Branson's sister, um, owns the El Fen. And then La Mamunia is um, one of the nicest hotels in Africa. And those three are uh, more in the range of 200 to $600 per night. Um, and while I didn't stay in them, I was still was able to see all three of them by, um, either having a drink, grabbing dinner, 
um, or using the spa, and I'll go into that further. Um, but in terms of, I think one of the most important parts of traveling, um, food, my very favorite restaurant in Marrakesh um, was called is called Le Salama. That's L E space S A L A M A, and it's uh it's just a really cute restaurant that's I think really well done. It um is right near the the big square, um and not quite inside of the Medina. Uh, let me back up. The the Medina, actually to back all the way up, I feel like when you start planning a trip to Morocco, uh, people throw out vocabulary vocabulary that you maybe never heard of. Uh, for example, Riyadh. Riyadh basically means hotel or home. Um, Medina, that means like the marketplace area, but it's actually um, usually there are no cars able to enter the Medina, but it's also, and then a third word is souk, which means market, and there might be a souk for rugs, or a souk for handbags, a souk for shoes, um, so all the words, all these words are used interchangeably, and when I use them in this podcast or on my blog, I'll, I'll make sure to clarify what they are, so, um, but back to where I ate, Le Salama was just outside of the Medina, which is the big marketplace area with all these winding, um, winding alleyways and, and people saying, my friend, my friend, come and get something, come and buy my products. Um, so Le Salama had, was a recommendation from my friend Valerie, um, that she sent through Instagram and it was, um, a really beautiful restaurant. It was a little bit hard to find, um, but I'll also post a link to the, the Google Maps address. But uh, you walk in, you go up steps to the first level. Everything was green, upholstered in green velvet, like a dark green. And, and then there were palm trees and amazing tile on the floor. It was really, really well done, but no one was sitting downstairs. So I went up one more level and I um, saw e- even better decor. It was um, more of a, a garden vibe uh every all the windows were facing the street and the square and there was just one one other table of people sitting there so i i sat down and looked at the menu and then i thought a little bit longer and said there should be more people here it's it's dinner time so i went up one more flight of stairs which i hadn't seen to the actual rooftop and it was incredible it was just um the most amazing tiles a cross hatch of of plants hanging from the roof. It felt like I was in a jungle, um, but also with the most amazing mosaic tile work on the floor and on the on the walls. And then the tables all had plants on them too. And um, they were showing the World Cup, which is really fun. And uh, it was a really good vibe. They were playing really really good music, and all the waiters were wearing uh, a normal outfit like black pants and a white shirt but then they all had fez hats on and like the red traditional Moroccan fez hat and um everybody was really really kind and welcoming and easygoing um and said okay you're here by yourself please take a seat and um they were very respectful of my space but also um came over to ask where I was from and and what 
how I was finding my trip to Morocco so far, um, which was was kind but not invasive. Uh, I think the really the the food was very good, but I think the best part of the meal was when they turned off the music and belly dancers came in. I think five or six of them, and it was just really a cool experience. They were all in like these bedazzled outfits, like bedazzled bras, kind of like Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, but um, a lot more exotic. And then there was one one woman who was obviously like the queen belly dancer, and she had uh, this plate with candles on it, and she was balancing it on her head. And then she kept she came up to me and gave me the plate, and I was so nervous because all these candles were kind of intertwining with the vines that were all hanging from the ceiling. So I was just, you know, ready to jump out the window in case the restaurant lit on fire. But um, it turned out to be really fun and and a very inclusive way uh, to kind of experience the night. And and this queen belly dancer made uh, one of the waiters grab my phone and they took videos. It was it was a really cool experience and I highly recommend it um, for something a little bit a little bit different. Um, The next two restaurants um, are part of the same restaurant family. Probably the highest recommended restaurant was Nomad. And second was Cafe de Pieces, um, which is basically the Spice Cafe. Um, These two restaurants were good. They had really good salads, a good vibe, um, good energy. The service was medium. I didn't think it was anything incredible. Um... But they had a good view of of the spice market, and I'd say that these two restaurants are probably the most um, popular among Westerners. So the the center, um, sorry to explain, to get to both of these markets, you have to go through the winding alleyway market, which is called the Medina, and you kind of you to find the restaurants. Um, you'll see signs if you look, if you're walking through the Medina and you look up, you'll see a sign for Nomad or Cafe de Pieces. And you kind of, inside of the Medina, it's all covered. And then you come into this clearing and it's an open area. And you'll know you're in the right place when you see all of the most bright baskets and the most beautiful woven handbags and really cool rugs. Um, it's very obvious that the people that are going to these restaurants will then come out and pay probably a lot more for these very well curated souvenirs. Um, so if you, if you're walking around the Medina in Marrakesh and you, you seem to come across some like really bright, really, it feels like you're inside of anthropology more than it feels like you're inside of Morocco. Um, in terms of the market offerings, you're probably really close to these restaurants. Um, so they both, I would recommend both of them. If you're in the Medina, I wouldn't say, I would say don't go out of your way to go and find them. Uh, but you will, you will find them. Um, the last recommendation I have for a restaurant, again, if it's in your vicinity is cafe clock. And this is much more of like an artist cafe and um, definitely probably a place where slam poetry takes place. I had a um, camel burger for breakfast one morning and sat with a nice girl from the UK who was also traveling by herself. 
um we were the only people in there but it was it was a a nice experience and something different a little bit different than um the other places I'd been eating uh one restaurant restaurant that I went to based on a recommendation from a blog that I would actually not recommend is Le Jardin uh or the garden um L E space J R D I N it um it was fine in terms of food but I um I made a reservation and I was on time and I was um essentially put into a dark corner I think because I am a female traveling alone and when I asked if I could be moved to another table they said that there were other reservations and they weren't able to move me um so it just was a bad vibe I didn't think that the service was that great it was a cute environment and again the food was fine so maybe in a different setting or with um different company it could be a better experience but compared to Le Salama where the the waiters were extremely inclusive and and happy to have me Le Jardin seemed like um they they didn't really care whether I was there or not um so kind of a a bad tick for them um next uh I'm going to talk about what kind of food I ate so I had a um a lot of tagine and tagine is basically like a casserole um a, a Moroccan type of casserole so it's a clay pot like a shallow um dish then with a kind of an upside down cone uh that comes on top of it so a tagine can be vegetarian it can be my favorite is kefta uh which means meatball um you can have chicken or beef they're all different types of tagine but essentially it's a it's a type of stew so they put in uh protein say it's meatball they'll put in um they'll add in the meat and then there will be uh some kind of a sauce and for the the meatball tagine um they will also add um usually a poached egg on top or like a some kind of a fried egg and it's it usually comes out very very hot but it uh it's like it will cool down quickly enough you just have to be patient so you don't burn your tongue um other food one fun fun thing i had based on it good friend um lisa's recommendation is called a pastilla um that's p-a-s-t-i-l-l-a and it is a savory pastry so it's it's phyllo dough filled with um with meat traditionally pigeon uh so i i ordered the traditional pigeon pastilla and then it's covered in powdered sugar and cinnamon so i was honestly pretty nervous about eating pigeon but it was um it was good i i don't need to eat it again but um it was just regular it was regular meat uh, for some reason i was imagining pigeon would include like crushed up bones or something something awful but it really wasn't too bad um and i'm glad that i that i tried something different um what's next the what else did I do? So for, for me, Marrakesh was a big shopping trip. Uh, the very first day, the very first morning I was there, I went on a run and hi, am I being too loud? 
Um, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's my host at the hostel, Laura. She's so sweet. So, um, I went on a run the first morning I got there, and I was planning on getting money out of an ATM, but, uh, I ended up kind of window shopping just to kind of see the souvenirs that I was interested in, and get an idea for how people operated. Um, I got pulled into two or three different places for people to show me the, I'm doing an air quote, their pharmacy, um, which is really interesting. The, um, the healing properties of different plants that are used in Morocco to, um, to help different things. For example, rose, rose tea apparently is an appetite suppressant. So it's used during um, Ramadan while people are fasting or argan oil aka Moroccan oil is um, used for anything under the sun Um, so that was pretty cool and then I um, was able to get cash and went back to do actual shopping so one of the biggest purchases I made was a um, a really beautiful rug and the process was intense i probably spent about two hours with a man named mustafa and he um he showed me each type of rug he showed me a wedding blanket he basically forced me to have a photo shoot uh and staged the rugs in every which way changed how my scarf looked it was really really funny and and a fun experience I would recommend it even if you don't necessarily want a rug just go in and look everyone is really really is friendly um they they're hustlers they will not bargain very much but um they said in the end he said what is this rug worth to you he said I I want to be your friend and I I want you to be happy and I want to be happy at and so we came to a fair price. Um, but the one big recommendation I would make is uh, if you are going to buy a rug, ask first if you're the person you're going to buy it from, if they can ship it home for you. Because I um, was trying to save money and thought that I could go just to the regular post office and ship my rug home but I went to two or three post offices and it was closed they were closed and I had to carry this heavy rug around and finally ended up going to DHL and sending it home and I paid more for the shipping than I even paid for the rug so um just just take that into account that you can probably you probably cannot get a better deal than your your rug dealer can and you're going to spend more time trying to get into a post office get them to ship it for you get your exact address it's it's all very tricky and um and moroccans know how to do it they it's literally their job to make sure that rugs make it home to you um so just just take that into account when you're building your budget for a rug um next i Other shopping I did, I got some really cute woven straw bags, uh, leather shoes, 
what else? A leather belt and um I got some some dates also from the market, which were delicious. Um a really cool cultural activity I did was I went to the um Jardin Majorelle, which is the YSL um Yves Saint Laurent and his his partner um purchased this botanical garden and built a home on it. And after Yves Saint Laurent passed away a couple of years ago, they opened it up as a public not a public garden, but a garden you can go and visit and it's really, really beautiful. Um it is it reminded me a lot of the Frida Kahlo Museum, but on a bigger scale. So there are amazing cacti, palm trees, and fountains, and then blue a blue house, which is, again, very reminiscent of Frida. Um, and it's, it's in a part of town that's a little bit um, north of the Medina. It's in, it's in the new part of town. And... Um, if you go, make sure I'd recommend dressing up because you'll want to take a nice um nice photo or fifty and um if you're traveling by yourself, don't be shy to ask someone else to take a photo or a video for you. I met a really nice group of women from the from the states, and also a very nice um Chinese tourist took a great photo of me and uh and that's the point of being there. everyone wants to take pictures. So, um, don't, don't be nervous. Other things I did in Marrakesh were, um, almost every night I went to a different hotel for a drink or for dinner. I went to El Fen on Tuesday night. Uh, just for a drink, and I ended up meeting a Bumble date there, a really nice guy who actually happens to be from Oklahoma. I'm from Texas, and we have a friend in common, so that was fun. Um, on Wednesday night, I went to... Um, oh, Wednesday I didn't go to a hotel, but Thursday I um, went to La Sultana for dinner um, by myself, and it was a nice last meal in Marrakesh. Um, with a cool rooftop and a really just beautiful property. So it was nice to walk around and, and see the property. Um, one of, I think, the biggest, the coolest things I did that was definitely not something tourists normally do is um, I went to La Mamunia, which is the most beautiful hotel I've ever seen. And... Um, I booked a hair appointment, so I got my hair um, cut, colored, and styled uh, for 80 US dollars, uh, which is much less than I pay in Mexico and in the US if I need to have my hair done. Um, and it was a nice way to be able to access the hotel, but uh, without just walking in and, and hoping to be able to take some pictures. If you don't need your hair done, you can purchase just a day pass at the for the beautiful indoor pool. It's about sixty U.S. dollars, um, and then I also did check it with the spa, and they do um, because I really needed this, but I wasn't able to get an appointment. But they do have a possibility to get your eyebrows threaded if you need that as well. 
Um, all of the staff was very friendly and uh, were volunteering to take photos for me. And I imagine that they live in such a photo, they're in such a photogenic area, they work there, that they're taking photos for people all day. But the man at the pool um, took probably a hundred photos for me and was having me pose, turn this way, turn that way, uh, just to get the right shot and said, okay, now walk away slowly, now come back slowly. And he, uh, he really did a great job and I have plenty of photos to choose from. Um, so I will share those as well. Um, next I, uh, like I said, what you can learn from me that you should not do is definitely, um, take, take people's advice when they offer to ship something from their store. Uh, it will save, save you time on your vacation. Um, a couple of questions that I got from a friend. First biggest question is, is it safe for Americans to travel to Morocco? Um, after seven days in the country, I can say with a huge level of confidence that yes, it is extremely safe. Morocco is, is very safe. Uh, it is, it's different. There's a call to prayer five times per day. Um, but people are friendly, respectful, and um, and I feel comfortable as, as a woman traveling by myself being here. So if you have any interest, um, I'd say definitely yes, do, do please come. Next question was, is it expensive to fly to Morocco? Um, that really depends on where you're coming from. I flew from France, so my flight was about, I think $300 round trip. However, if you're flying in from the States, um, I would recommend checking Skyscanner, dot com that's s k y s c a n n e r dot com um just for for flight alerts uh next question is did i stay in a hotel or an airbnb um i stayed in an airbnb that is actually a hotel um and i only booked about two days in advance i think that was how i was able to get such a good last minute deal the neighborhood i stayed in is called the casbah that's K-A-S-B-A-H. And um, a few friends had recommended that as a female traveling alone that I not stay in inside of the Medina. And the Medina is the walled city. Um, after going, I disagree with this. I think I would have been just fine staying inside of the Medina. Um, it is a little bit complicated to get around. But... Um, once you, it really depends, I think, on how good you are at getting your bearings and how confident you are in being able to find some place after you've, you've left it. Um, talking with a friend, we uh, decided that people probably get lost because these alleyways are so dynamic. In the morning, people might be selling food outside, but in the afternoon, the food has gone away and then they're selling something different. So really trying to find a landmark inside of the market that doesn't change, whether that's that's um, either that's the intersection of some roads, a sign that's hanging that, that wouldn't be taken down during the day. Um, is It really varies because if you see a blanket you like uh, hanging outside of 
of a stall in the market, someone could buy that and then that stall looks completely different, like um, from one hour to the next. So that's just just one piece of advice. Um, most important question I think is, uh, do you have to dress modestly in Marrakesh? And the answer is you do not have to dress modestly, but I would highly recommend it. Um, all Westerners or tourists really stand out because, um, just because of, of the way we look, obviously, um, I'm not going to be, I don't have the same skin tone as a Moroccan person and I have blonde hair. It's a much, I look different. I don't look Moroccan. So, um, it's obvious that I'm a tourist. However, um, women are very, very covered, um, not everyone with a head wrap, but most people with their with a head scarf on, um, with long sleeve shirts and pants. Um, people were wearing open toed shoes, no problem. But it was probably ninety five degrees, and and people were fully covered. Um, so I I followed suit and wore, uh, pants or a long skirt, and then a shirt that covered my chest and my shoulders um and just kept in mind that the the phrase i like to use is modest is hottest so um so just just uh just wearing clothes that um that aren't going to offend anyone and aren't going to call too much additional attention to you for being a tourist um the last thing I have to say is um, Morocco is a really incredible place. It's, it's overwhelming in every sense of the word. Like the, the sites are incredible, the architecture, the interior design, um, the smells, the tastes, the sound, something is always going on. There's a call to prayer and the feeling of it all everything is really really amazing and it's it's one of the coolest places i've ever been so if you have any interest in coming to marrakesh or morocco in general um i'd say definitely to go for it and if you have any questions um please feel free to reach out to me um you can contact contact me and see photos of my trip on uh, on my website, which is cactusdispatch.com. That's C-A-C-T-U-S-D-I-S-P-A-T-C-H.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at M as in Mary, B as in Beth, Y as in Yale. And that will be three times. So at M-B-Y, 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 and also at Cactus Dispatch. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to, uh, either send me a DM or to, uh, send me an email at marybethyale at gmail.com. Again, that's marybethyale, Yale, like the school at gmail.com. Um, you can find all this information and more on my website, Cactus Dispatch, um, from here, I'm going to say au revoir, good night, buenas noches, and um, thank you so much for listening to the inaugural episode. Please 
send feedback and like they say on my favorite podcast as of late it's called you up rate review and subscribe thanks for listening good night